Welcome to the Spirituality Out Loud podcast, where you'll hear real-life stories of people's unique spiritual journeys in their own words from their own viewpoints. Hosted by Leslie Seidel, relationship expert and spiritual mentor, who specializes in working with people on their relationships, from their romantic life to their work life and just plain life. Here's Leslie. Welcome, everybody, to Spirituality Out Loud. And today's podcast, I am so grateful and lucky to have Tanya Gonzalez, otherwise known as the Tarot Life Coach. She is a born psychic medium and started by reading tarot cards in a suburban Chicago coffee shop and has grown over the years into international fame. She's a recognized spiritual entrepreneur. She's a mentor, teacher, and healer, and she, of course, always continues to evolve. She's been voted number three psychic in the world. She's traveled throughout the U.S., Europe, Morocco, Costa Rica, and Mexico, studying and sharing her gifts. Following a decade of tarot readings, psychic healings, and spiritual coaching, She now teaches others to empower themselves by learning to use your magic. She has a new wonderful course called Be Your Own Oracle that empowers and instructs using practical, useful ways to read for yourself. Tanya believes by allowing natural gifts and talents to emerge, We allow ourselves to truly shine. I am so honored to get to spend this time with Tanya and and hear her own journey. I can't wait to share this with you. So let's just go straight to it. Hi, Tanya. Welcome. Oh, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, Leslie. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here. Yeah, it is. um, I am so excited to hear your story. You are someone who on another page just lit up for me and I wasn't for no, I'm not sure why. And then I just trusted that. And since we've had an opportunity to chat, I now know that I was lucky to have you here. So I can't wait to hear your story. It's so rich. Where should I begin? (laughs) Well, let's just start in the beginning, right? That's where we begin. So how were you you raised with a religion or a spiritual life? And kind of how did it, what was your experience of that? Well, the interesting thing is my mother was a seeker. And what I mean by her being a seeker is that she was, she went to a Buddhist church. So I learned Namiho Rengekyo and how to meditate. And then we also spent a weekend retreat listening to Louis Farrakhan in Chicago uh, with the Muslims. And so there was just so many different things that she was trying to learn. And at the same time, I was really going through my own spiritual connection because we live next to a creek. And so I was really connected to nature. And so I was really able to get in with deeper senses. And my psychic energy really kicked off when I was about 11. And so um, that those early experiences, then I ended up going to a Catholic school, which was... So which, hold, on one, hold on one second. So she was a seeker. Mm-hmm. And then you started having some opening around psychic abilities. How did she react to that? She told me I was crazy. <laughs> she didn't know how to handle it. 
and again, because it was so clear for me and my energies and I was a sleepwalker as a child. So she knew already that I had had something. I was also born on a solar eclipse and it was the day after her birthday. So there was a lot of things that again, she knew I was already special that way. But then when I started telling her I had vision, she's like, oh my God, she's crazy kind of thing. Like, I don't know what to do with this child. And so I decided to learn how to read. I, I wanted to know. I had always just been, I want to read. I want to read. And as soon as I could learn how to read, I was reading volumes. You know, I got an adult library card when I think I was maybe eight years old because I was reading such rich books. They couldn't even keep them on the shelves for me. I was just reading, reading, reading. She knew that I was serious because then I was studying astrology and then I was asking all these questions and the only place I could go was to the library because my mother was a single mother of three. And so going to the library and then going out and sitting in nature was my school, my home, my church, it was everything. And I was the only girl in the middle of two boys. And so they had their sports and things, you know, and their different lives and what boys do. And I, I had my books. And so, yeah, <laughs> and she did not handle it well. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like it didn't stop you. It didn't, no. Is- I've always been that fiery, I'm gonna do whatever <laughs> I wanted to. And I've always been the one that someone says to go left, I'm totally going right. If you tell me to go right, then I'm going left. So I've got that rebellious streak down pretty well. <laughs> oh man, so do you, you had this big awakening and you just started, it wasn't held in your house, but you started reading. And then, so how did this progress over time? Did you find a mentor? I I didn't find a mentor. I found the tarot cards. I found the tarot cards. And then I kind of found, I would get myself attached to teenage girls, you know, that would be like our babysitters and things. And so then they'd be like my best friends. And so then I went from, from being this total nerdy girl to then wanting to be a model because that's what every, you know, that's what everything was. And so, I toned it down because it wasn't accepted. And no matter how much I wanted to know more, I could only know so much in my little, you know, 12 year old mind, you know, and I was 12. So of course that part of me still wanted to go out. So then I decided to start modeling because that's what I wanted to focus on. And so, yeah, I went from esoterics to that because I saw in that age, it was, you know, the seventies that, my smartness was not as valued as my prettiness. Mm -hmm. I think that's when they started having Miss America. You know, I remember watching the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders as a little girl and saying, wow, look at how, you know, people just love them so much. And so I saw that being smart was okay, fantastic, but being pretty was way more exciting. (laughs) So that part of me kind of turned off until I then got pregnant um, at the age of 18, and then it really tuned in when I delivered my daughter. And then I said, I, this is what I'm meant to do. I know this. And so I continued on in school and educating myself. And then I finally said, I think I know enough. I got my master's degree in library science, again, because I just love books. And I taught 
school libraries for nine years and, and working with children. I wanted to work in low-income areas to support brown children and let them know it didn't matter where you came from, that you could be, you know, somebody. Because in a lot of these low-income areas was full of blonde hair and blue-eyed girls that looked nothing like these brown students. And I wanted to teach them how to use an encyclopedia, how to use an atlas, how to do all of this without the computer. You know, that was what was important to me. And I still have contact with quite a few of my students through Facebook. And it just is amazing that they know me as Miss Melendez, the librarian. <laughs> and now I've seen me, you know, totally evolve into this whole other woman now. And so, yeah, they're like, you are the most fascinating person I know. So, yeah. Well, I love, you know, I talk a lot or it's, it's up for me right now is the, is the, the marriage of the spiritual and the grounded, the physical, mm -hmm. right? And these, where these meet and how the balance of these two. And so I am an avid book person and I vividly remember going through the card catalog and it just <laughs> felt, right? My age. And uh, it just felt like the world. Yes. It just felt like it the world. And it's still, I walk into a big bookstore, I walk <sighs> into a big library and I think, everything is at my fingertips right now and I go wow this, yeah the no, smell of books <laughs> I can't I won't show you right now but I'm surrounded by five bookcases <laughs> I'm so, envious I would love to have all those books but I only have a few because I I had a wall I had a, a, a cataloged wall um at one point but traveling so much I had to really really pare it down so now I just have those chosen few but yes I am a lover of books I I would build a house out of books if I could. <laughs> well and, and so I but I really appreciate this like this piece that you did right it which is an important piece the physical realm the knowledge realm all of those things are really really important and for me and you can tell me if this is true for you it gives you a found it I could hide there, but it also gives you a foundation and a support for the, the heady and the spiritual. Because I, I meet people who are spiritual, right? And they're just not grounded in this world. And it's that, that also isn't healthy, right? And so it sounds like this peace, this knowledge, this breath and the books and can ground you because you have such other abilities. I mean, is that, what I, is that true for you? Absolutely. And I, and that's the reason that the statement know thyself is so important because you have to be grounded in your truth. Because after I learned all the esoterics and all of that, then I had to apply it. So then I, I went to school to become a spiritual counselor. And so I have a, a license in that because I said, I want, I don't want to just I'm not just going to be a coach. I want to support people in every realm because I had actually thought about going to ministerial school at one point. <laughs> and, um, and then I said, no, 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 I don't need to do that. I'm, I'm on the right path, you know, and, and then I would still do my tarot readings on the side. And then it was when I decided to blend those two, you know, and that's how tarot life coach came to be. It's because I said, you know, I'm doing my spiritual coaching over here with the Centers for Spiritual Living, and then I'm doing my tarot cards over here, and so I'm seeing these clients on this day and these clients on that day, and I said, you know, I want to blend these two things together. That's who I am, 
And it is that blending of all those pieces of my education, my, you know, my real education and then my spiritual education, and then my, my deeper spiritual education, you know, um, as, as an intuitive and as a medium, it definitely got me here for sure. I want to make sure that this is accessible for everybody. So how would you describe tarot to someone who has never had access to it or doesn't know it? Right? Like, yeah. What would be the like beginner elevator pitch to what a tarot card okay. tarots are? So tarot are really a pocket Bible. They come from the Egyptian mystery schools and they were kind of initiation packets for the initiates into the priestesshood and the priesthood, you know, the, the initiates. We know they built the pyramids really also for these reasons, for initiations. And so because the scrolls kept getting stolen, they would put them on the secret scrolls, you know, like they did in the movies, but they kept getting stolen because people wanted access to that information. That's where they were Egyptian mystery schools. So they decided to put them on cards. And because the cards represent archetypes as well as people, tarot are really vision holders. Tarot are our personalities. They are our experiences out in the world and how they are connected to our inner psyche. They are different channels. If you look at the meanings behind the cards, a lot of them are key elements of our life, the major arcana. So, and because most of us as humans go through exact cycles, we all go through the element of the fool and magician and the high priestess. And then sometimes we're in the tower and the devil and, the, and those cycles. We have to go through those cycles. And it's always an evolution process until we're in the world, but not of the world, right? That's the part of being spiritual is. And so tarot is a vision holder. It allows you access into your deeper subconscious that is not here in the mind, but here. When you shuffle the cards, you're putting your energy and your magic into them. They become a part of your energy field. And therefore, when you pull a card or pick a card, what then is, again, because your energy is so connected to it, you are receiving a divine message from your higher self. And so that's why it feels like it's fortune telling because it, it, your mind's not involved because that's what gets us caught up. The tarot offer us a bridge from our conscious to our subconscious. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me about your spiritual life today. Tell me about what it looks like. How does, I mean, what are your practices kind of, so, you know, I hear this arc and then, and then how, where are you right now? Right now I am at my spiritual best. I can say I have been a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles for about eight years. Mm. I've been studying it daily for the last three years. And so that is, again, like my root foundation, but it's not the, it's not my God. It's not my goddess. It is a part of what it's one piece of where I feel grounded, having a daily message that resonates within my spirit that I don't have to think about that is just there for me as a message again about forgiveness and healing. And the text is so rich with those messages. 
And then I have my daily tarot spread. You know, I tune in, I do yoga, I exercise, I get fresh air, living on the beach, doing what I really love to do. And it's those aspects that really enrich and empower my spiritual life. Because for me, it's not I'm doing something. It is I'm being something. For me, it's not work. It's service. You know, it's not, I'm not creating products. I am supporting. I'm empowering. I'm inspiring. I'm not selling. I'm serving. I'm sharing. You know, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. You know, I eat differently. I don't want to eat junk food. And of course I'm human. So I want to have some, but it's not in my consciousness. It's not in my consciousness to drink. It's in my consciousness to be vibrant and healthy and mind, body, and spirit. It has to be all three in alignment at the same time. You know, this is why it's interesting that there's so many people that are out of alignment in their body physically that are overweight or, um, you know, have health issues and ailments and are so spiritual, you know, and the outside because it's that missing link, the physical aspect of it, because it has to be embodied. Mm. It can't be, it's not mental. (laughs) It's not, it's not just emotional. It's not just spiritual. It is physical. Yeah. Cause it it is for me too. Right. And, and I don't drink and I don't eat flour or sugar and I have three meals a day and I'm very regimented about the whole foods I have. And it is such a spiritual practice for me, right? And it's not for everybody. And I don't, I don't judge other people, right? Like this is my path because I saw I was so wildly out of alignment physically. Mm-hmm. I would consume out of not wanting to feel something, not wanting to think, wanting to disconnect, wanting to avoid, you know? And that is encouraged in our society and America and, and you know, the obesity is so insane. And I love that you bring in this piece of like, yeah, no, I, I, I eat whole foods. You eat to support your body. And when I tell people what I eat so much as I'm like, oh my God, what do you have if you don't eat flour or sugar? And I was like, there's an entire, like all that food, <laughs> all that real food. <laughs> it just doesn't come in a box. Exactly. So that's the way. And, and so I appreciate that piece. And I talk so much about being on the beam. And what that means is like, just when am I altered? And it, it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be good. When am I simply in alignment? And I hear you saying that. And I just appreciate how much that alignment needs to happen, right? For you to have these gifts that I hear you saying. And that's what everyone, everyone has to be in alignment with their gifts. If you're not in alignment with your if you're just working a job for money, you're out of alignment. If you were working a job to pay for things that you couldn't afford without that job, you're out of alignment. If you were in a relationship just to get something out of it and to have a status, you're out of alignment. If you're overweight, you're out of alignment. You know, alignment is a mind, body, and spirit connection. And I know it'll upset people, you know, to hear that in the spiritual community and in any community. But again, optimum health is optimum mind. Yeah. 
because we're ageless if we think about it you know we can be ageless we're built to last until we until we go but if we're in optimum health when does that expiration date go yeah so i do i want to hear a little bit about the psychic stuff mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm just curious like how do you hold it like how do you explain it right so i try to explain energy to people and for me a lot of these things are kind of hard to get across with human words right with english and maybe other languages i don't know any other languages are have more uh, ability to point at it. But so I'm kind of curious how you hold it, how you describe it for you. It's interesting because it is about harnessing it. It's about actually directing it. It's the Mm -hmm. intuitive, you know, connection and it it takes practice, you know, people, Oh, you want to be psychic in 30 days. That doesn't work. (laughs) Um, Because our mind is in there too. And, you know, our pineal gland is up here in the front. It's got to go through all of this brain working and all these thoughts to get to that little point up there. And so that takes focus because when spirit talks to you, which is what your intuition is, it is a whisper because again, it's got all this to get through this big brain, not my Afro, (laughs) this big brain to get through, to get to that tiny little pineal gland. And so it's with focus, but it's not just focus. It is about faith. It is about trusting what that voice says. I was just on a a call um, with a a great group of women talking about our intuitive fire. And it it is that as women, we know we have a deeper sixth sense. We can rescue our children and you know, know what's happening to people that we're connected to. Because as women, we have that deeper guidance because it, it is a gift from the goddess. We're connected to that earth energy. So one of the ways that we can really start to connect to it instead of getting here is grounding ourselves, putting our feet in the ground, putting our feet in the ocean, putting our feet in the sand, also sitting in the sun allowing that pineal gland to get that direct sunlight right there instead of having to go through all of this brainage, you know, and also practicing yoga, you know, it really does align the mind, body, and spirit. That Kundalini energy is connected to all of those chakras. I am also, I did spend the summer in an ashram in Kripalu, and so I'm also a certified yoga teacher as well. I think I'm one of those people that when I go in and when I decide I'm going to do something, I want to be so well-rounded in it that I can come at it from all angles. Mm. When I was like, when I was in spiritual counseling school, I was also in therapy. The first time I had weekly therapy at the same time. And I would tell her, this is what we talked about in class. And this is what it brought up for me. And then I would tell my therapist and I did that back to back for three years. But that, again, is the foundation on which my spiritual practice is built on because I had to heal. I, I, spiritual teachers have to heal a lot of shit <laughs> to become who they are because then you can, that's the only way you can teach it. You can't oh, teach man. what you don't know. <laughs> you cannot teach what you don't know. Yeah. You cannot it's heal. The, it's the world's healer. 
right? Yes. And without us going through the path, you can't do that. I mean, one of the reasons that I help empower women get right and honest and true relationship is because I was so messed up in that area that I need, I had to trudge through the dark, deep shadow to get to where I'd like, oh, and so now my goal and my job is what I hear you saying is like turning around and being like, oh girl, let me help you, right? Let me show you the path that I just did and blazed. And you know, it doesn't have to be as hard as it can be at times. And, and I appreciate the work. Like you're just I hearing the work, right? If your spiritual teacher does not have clay feet, <laughs> something is off, you know? Absolutely. And, and that can, it's easy to, to hear these messages of like, oh, it's so great. La, la, la. And, it, and if you're not grounded in work, then I don't, then it, there's a danger there. Absolutely. And I don't entertain those relationships at all. I hold relationships with people very sacred, even on my social media, you know, because I see my time and my spirit and my energy as sacred. Your friendship, your relationship is it should be sacred it's not about followers it's about connections and I, I see so many false prophets out there and you know since i've been doing this for over a decade before facebook before <laughs> instagram you know i've been doing this and so when i see all these people talk, oh i've been doing this and i'm so such a healer and this and that i'm like uh -huh. okay <laughs> Yeah, this is this is work. Yeah, this is daily work. Like I said, the Course in Miracles for me, it kept, it keeps me grounded in a message. Today's message: my happiness and function are the same. My happiness and my function are the same. What that means is that what I love to do is what I am here to do, and that is how I get to be a light in the world. Last week says, I am a light in the world. How can you be a light in the world if you are not happy sharing what you're doing? And so that's why I love A Course in Miracles because it helps me have a, a, a direct access kind of, I want to say, that I can stay in that groundedness if my mind absolutely wanders anywhere. No, no, no. Go right back there. Stay focused. And because I've been doing it, it it's, it's easier. It's much easier. Yeah, you have a teacher, you have a guide, you need a teacher and a guide. And I really also appreciate in this land of buffets, right, where you can go to spiritual places and just pick and choose what you want. I, I, yeah. I, in some way, I, I see that. And in another way, I think, yeah, no, you need to go deep. Like, yes, pick one, pick a lane, and then go deep and sit in that shadow. Yes. Sit, in that, sit in the sit in the muck of it and and so yeah a course in miracles comes up a lot and so how did you find a course in miracles that's what i want to hear well the, what, let me share with you the reason i love a course because a course in miracles again is self-directed tarot self-directed both are self-directed for you to be reflective for you to sit with it for you to be aware and when it's self-directed then it is again coming from what is coming from within you when you are again self-directed so it's really allowing you to access your higher self and then if you need that support outside which a lot of people do which is what churches offer 
I know my spiritual center, you know, my Reverend Mark Anthony Lord and my teacher, spiritual teacher, uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, mm. going to church was school. You know, it was school. I was learning some lessons, you know? And so that's what it was, but it was also community. It was people who fed me even when I cried, even when I stumbled, even when I failed, who people who would call me on my shit. And at that time I needed that. And so that's what church is, you know, that self-directed gives people a little, the thing is people get lazy and that's why you need a mentor and a coach because until you can get yourself to that point of not being lazy, just like when you fall off going to the gym, you know, when you, when you get to that place, then of course the miracles is easier. Then tarot is easier. Then it's all much easier because then you're not fighting it. So um, having a coach and a mentor helps you get prepared for it. And that's why, that's why I wanted my own therapy because I knew I had to get prepared to be a counselor, but I also knew I needed to heal my shit, <laughs> you know, oh, before I took on that responsibility because it is a responsibility to support others and empower others. It's a big responsibility. And, and I, I really appreciate that. Like, so what I love about what I'm hearing, and you can tell me if this is accurate, is that, you know, I asked you about your spiritual life and you told me about right eating. Mm -hmm. And I asked you about your spiritual life and you told me about community. And I asked you about your spiritual life and you told me about teaching. And I, you told me about healing. You told me about a rigorness. Like you, you show up every day and, and dig, right? That it is... Um, messages from above, it's messages from within, it's also a community, it's also service, it's also right living and right being. And I just, it's this big wheel. It is. And I, it's and, just like the moon, like the moon. And I just appreciate that it's all these facets, right? It's not something you're into. It is <laughs> truly something that I'm so, people, oh, I'm into spirituality. Really? So you eat quinoa and you read tarot cards, you know, that's so awesome. And you buy Lululemon expensive yoga pants. This is not about that. This is about the work. Mm. It is, you know, you said it earlier about right relationship. I had been single, I want to say for almost a decade. But in that time, I thought, you know, I was in relationship. But when I moved here is when I decided, okay, all that's done. I had just stopped drinking and I said, mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on this. What do I need to learn? And that's when I really said, I'm going to sit with the Course in Miracles every year. And that year I did prayer every day for a year and I recorded it and sent it out as a gift because I said, mm -hmm. okay, as I'm learning, I'm going to share it. Every mm -hmm. year I try to do a big gift for the community, a free thing. Mm -hmm. And so as I was doing those prayers every day, Again, I kept saying, show me the love that I am. Reveal it to me. Mm. You know, I am, and so for two years, that was my prayer. And one of my friends, someone I had been hanging out with, just totally out of the blue one day, it just, I mean, it just shifted. He went from being my friend to we're madly in love. And sometimes we're still, and so it's actually, we just said, I'm so in awe of you still. Like, I, I, I still remember you were my friend, but I don't remember that anymore. But how do we be so in love with each other? 
we have every difference that people could think of. You know, we have a huge, we're 18 years apart, you know, um, he's Mexican and, you know, and all these other things and all, but none of that even mattered. It was like, because I had done the work to accept the truth about myself. And so I could then mirror that in someone else who is just as awesome as me and who sees that in me. And so that's all we do is bounce that off of each other. Mm. And, um, and that's what it is. Oh yeah. man, the opening, right? The opening and the opening and to be able to receive that kind of love. And, and I just, I love these stories because it's not about putting your boobs out, losing weight or saying the right thing to manipulate the man. Like I just, no. it's so crazy. It's about totally knowing and loving deeply yourself and that will become reflected out in other. And I love the stories and over and over again with the women I work with and people around me, the story of, I, you know, I loved myself and then, and then I saw him. You know, my husband. And he saw me. Yeah. yeah. And he saw me. He, he saw me. Story. Like, uh, we both were like, how did this happen? Even our other friends are still like, what when did you guys fall in love like this? Like, how did this get? We're all like, I don't know. It just kind of happened. And that's because, again, his view was open. He asked for love and so did I. And that's what I was reflecting and that's what he was reflecting. Because I got married when I was 19 years old. I've been divorced since I was 21. It's been 25 years or 24 years that I, since I've been in a serious partnership like this. Mm. But it took me that long to learn myself. And that's why it's so important that I work with women to inspire them to heal them, to empower them, so they don't have to wait 25 years. I want everyone to be doing what they need to do now. And so that's the work that I am focusing on now. How can I serve you to be the healer, the teacher, the guide, the shaman, the, the artist, the, you know, whoever it is that you're asking yourself to be, I wanna get you there as fast as possible. We don't have time for this anymore. <laughs> you know, no more messing around. The world around. needs us, man. The exactly. world needs you. Stop playing right now. around. Yeah. You've got it's... enough. Like you said, you've got enough yoga pants. Now let's do the mm -hmm. work. Yeah. Who has you time know? for TV? Who has time for shopping? Who has time for you? If you are not reading a book, you know, if you are not supporting the community, then those other things keep you in denial, delay, and, and, and lead to your death. Yeah. you know and we keep saying we want to live but we're not living there's so many walking dead around the united states and you don't have to no but it's messy this path is messy Oof. you will see me subbing on the floor and the equal the the other side of that is it's so incredibly filled with joy and freedom and that's what Absolutely. i hear from you right like for me it's worth it and i just i i it, the explosion and the openness and the life I get to have is worth being on the floor saying, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, My intuition exploded when I stopped drinking because drinking, of course, dulls the senses. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, just a couple of glasses. Jesus even drank. I didn't really drink a lot. You know, that wasn't, that was, again, again, I was holding it to myself. And I said, Jesus even had wine. And I did that for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then I finally said, no, 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 I am a psychic. 
show me who I am. And yes. I said, stop drinking, stop drinking. And I said, like, completely stop. You asked to be shown who you are. And I said, yes, I did. Stop drinking. And I said, okay. I surrender. I surrender. I don't want to, I don't know what to do. Please help me. I don't know what to do. I've been drinking since I was 14. I mm. said, Holy Spirit, guide me, teach me, heal me. I don't know what to do. Mm. It went away. It just left. I've never had a craving. I never had a, oh my God, this is my moment. I, not gone, just gone because I wanted it healed. And because mm -hmm. I said, I don't know how to do this, I let it go. It left. Yeah. It left. The power of that prayer, regardless yeah. of your problem, right? Wherever regardless. you're stuck, help me, show me, heal me, help me, show me, heal me. Yes. And, and show me who I truly am. And since then, again, it's been in that time period that I've had two best-selling books on Amazon. I got married. I, you know, now living my dream life at the beach. My daughter moved down you know, to Mexico too. I mean, it has just been just blessing after blessing after blessing, meeting you, you know, mm -hmm. connecting to Layla. It's just, it's just all been such a blessing and uh, it just, it gets better every day. It really truly does. It just gets better every day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your story and being the inspiration that you are in the world. And I truly appreciate it. And um, all of the ways that you can get in contact with you are going to be in the liner notes and they'll be, um, so if you feel called, please take a moment, go to coachlesley.com forward slash podcast, and you can find out how to reach uh, Tanya and you can if that's, uh, if that's your path, and I just, I appreciate you so much. So thank you for your time and your energy and your space and your story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here and to share and serve and shine with you, my sister. Thank you. And I hope everybody who hears this message hears what they needed to hear. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spirituality Out Loud. Be sure to rate us, review us, and like us on Facebook, and share us with your friends.